So we've all just got a new app called Moment. Did you get it as well? I got it as well. Did you? Oh, it's going to be crucifying to see how you're going to be. You're, you'll show me up, I think. You zen bastard. I'm not a big phone user. I'm more of a oh, computer a user. I, I am looking at Just these numbers smart. now since Friday, and it's making me feel... Okay, so today, what's your usage? Just to clarify what this actually is, is an app that monitors everything that you do on your phone. All of the apps that you use, how many times you pick it up, what else? Well, when you've used it for long enough, it gives you a per-day average, a per-week average, pickups per day, pickups per week a weekday and a weekend average it gives you the longest time you've been without your phone uh, the longest time you've been with your phone when you look at it first in the morning when you look at it last at night Have is this the pro are these the pro features i don't think so i think if you bought pro though I, I don't even know there was a pro i'm fairly certain you must have you've upgraded yeah you have, haven't you yeah okay yeah i knew that you did i knew that you did i always gotta get the best stuff yeah don't yeah purchased don't even remember doing is it. A, is it terrible? Is it oh, a, so bad? Is the, is the app um, weight and load tested and is, does it come with a leak or plate? <laughs> I don't even know where you've got that joke from. You're listening to the Propane Fitness Podcast, your ultimate resource for fat loss and muscle gain with none of the gimmicks. With your hosts, Yusuf and Johnny. Simple rules, dramatic results. Right, okay. So I, so I would actually recommend getting pro. Right, well, yeah, obviously. Code, Johnny, you, one, two, three. No, no, I'm joking. Right, um, so this app tracks how much you use your phone. I am the worst person I know with using my phone in that it is never out of my hand. So on Friday, you told me to get it at about two in the afternoon. Mm. Between then and midnight, I used it for six hours. It was on screen six hours and 41 minutes. On Saturday, I spent my entire day working five hours and 52 Sunday, eight hours, two minutes. Monday, nine hours, 52 minutes. Tuesday, nine hours, 26 minutes. And today, six hours, 24, and it's 10 p.m. And today I've been in meetings for the majority of the So day. have you got that little... No. Moment. I haven't got the pro... Stop showing off your extra features. <laughs> You've got the little horn in the, ta- in the corner. Yeah, You've always got the horn. So that is... Phone boot camp. Yeah, oh yeah. So I'm, I'm on day five of phone boot camp. Um, well, I'd, you have to go pro to get it. Right. <laughs> so today, I'm how much is pro? I don't know. So, so go settings and then pro features. Yeah. Well, I haven't got pro, Johnny. Well, click on pro Unlock features. Unlock pro features for three ninety nine. There we go. Bargain. Are you f- making me buy this? Right. Okay. You can do first five days for free. How? It says on the bottom. So today I'm one hour twenty one. Today oh. I'm four hours and nineteen. Oh, right. Six. You've hours been in lectures, though, haven't you? Two hours in the morning. Mm. Do you know I think that my consistent on-screen phone time would be night. Well, it's going to be like nine hours every day. What's your rescue time? Okay. Yeah, rescue time is really good. Do you have rescue time? What's that? So it's the same thing, right? but for your laptop, essentially. Ah, uh, no, res- rescue time I'll be absolutely fine on. Like, I compensate for my laptop work with my phone work. We have to spend our time doing something, I suppose. So. I think if it's always screen time. That's the bad that's thing. bad, yeah. Actually, the last podcast episode was about this. Just getting some data on What's it? what you're doing. I recorded one today. Look at so that. that. I'm not even involved anymore. That would be... <laughs> just surplus to requirements, aren't you? That will be last week as of next well, week. What, what, what happened to the three we recorded the other, the other day? They'll be five, four and three weeks ago for those listening now. <laughs> <laughs> five, four and three. Well, How can you... Think of that in your head. 
Why don't you? Like, why, don't you your, why don't you do like a double a double header one week? What if what if that happens? Because, uh, we well, we wouldn't do a, a double header. Would be quite hardcore. We've also got Kit Lachlan on the fifth of October, mm-hmm. which is less than a month away. So from now would, or from the date of the podcast? From now, so he would come from. But you can't say that to for now though, because oh, they're listening. Yeah, we're, in, we're in the future. We've now. got we've got Kit Lachlan one week ago. Yeah, Kit Lachlan was ages ago. Yeah, oh, wow, keep man. up. Wow. People are going to be caught in this inception. This is style. this is inception. This is what inception's like, isn't it? A podcast it? within a podcast within a podcast. It is. It fucking is. So if I tick like a blue tick, mm. like a blue blue scoby tick. Ding. Just scoby. Mm. I made a sales page today. Use Yusuf as a testimonial and decided to call it Yusuf, creator of Scoby Pies. Don't know why, but still. <laughs> what what do your what does your passion. life consist of between the two of you? <laughs> I think it consists of Johnny finding me as an entity quite really quite funny. funny. Mm. Um, I not, think you find you find me as an entity quite funny. Like you, you watch a video of me squatting, which is intended as entirely serious, <laughs> and you manage to find it from start to finish. Hilarious. hilarious. Yeah. That's yeah. That's maybe we, we've. It's perhaps just us sat with inappropriate responses to everything. Normal things. Well, you you bought a bike. Yeah. You on a bike is one of the funniest images so I think we, so why why is that funny if we can so I, I know that. why why, why is it but funny <laughs> you've lost the photo haven't you do you know the photo I'm talking about so. so we can't feature it on the podcast oh, I can't believe you got rid of that um, uh, what's the what's so funny about so, it can I tell the story yeah please do he got he got the, <laughs> the beta version of the current iPhone software right is that right yeah, <laughs> got it on his laptop and on his phone. And I think when he got it on his laptop, it broke his space key, space bar. Mm. So he had to. So anytime you pressed space, it shut down the computer, which, as you can imagine, is like instantly really annoying. It yeah. doesn't save anything. So you you learn to like reflexively not use the space bar, or your <laughs> thumb goes towards it. And, you go, so... <laughs> and then when you get the actual fix and the proper the proper operating system, you've developed this Pavlovian like a version to yeah. the space bar. See so your so, your keyboard's like the Enigma code rather than the numbers it's meant to be. So can someone please bring this back to what no, you? I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. This is like the story from when you, know, you roll over, think cables. And it's when Johnny really lost his uh, it's wallet in the in the golf club and it had no bearing on anything else for the rest of the story. Well, no, it did. I, I brought it back, didn't I? It was all about the fat capsules. Why I couldn't buy the fat capsules? Because I lost my wallet playing golf. Anyway, so. <laughs> The other thing that happened was your phone, the software on your phone, when you pressed something, took a photo of you. Oh, okay. So there's two of these stories. The, the, <laughs> why, why does this happen? Right. So, right. I think there's, there's, there's two separate stories here. The first one is, this was with an Android phone years ago. When you type in the passcode to unlock, if you put it in wrong, you can set up a thing so that it takes a photo with the front-facing camera. Right, okay, yeah. And then emails it to you immediately. Oh, my God. So after a week, I found that I had this email chain from my phone. <laughs> Developed an album uh, of 300 yeah. photos <laughs> well, of you looking frustrated that you couldn't put your passcode in correctly. <laughs> yes. All, yeah. all, all at, Fucking fat thumbs. All, all, all at 6am as well. Yeah. So you're in bed, like, looking really angry. <laughs> Ghastly. So you just get this, like, pounded... So it's almost like you made a mistake and your phone doesn't allow you to forget it. You're it just being punished. Drives it into your... So, no, the other thing was just the new iOS is when mm. they introduced like sending a selfie from a text message right 
I think. It's when, no, you, flick, it's when uh, you flick up, isn't it? You're right, it wasn't. It, it was, was something to do with iOS, the, the beta software. So I tried to, I did a thousand meter row as fast as possible because I'd just joined the rowing team and they wanted to, they wanted my time for it. So I did it, tried to take a picture of the screen, ended up taking a selfie by accident. And if you've ever done a thousand meter row, it's extremely hard. I think it's one of the, the hardest so, distances. Can we please bring this back to Yusuf on a bike? So, okay, so... <laughs> so Circumnavigated the, the reason, globe in the opposite direction the to find him on a bike and it was okay. next door. I've got it. I can explain to you in a more concise way yes, why. Yes, So For mine and the listeners. Think of the face... Well, that's going to be harder. <laughs> think, think of the face that Yusuf pulled while drinking the, the oat and fruit breakfast. Yes. If you're listening on iTunes, you'll have to find the episode Go on, on YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's a similar face to that, but he's out of breath. Okay. And that was the face that was taken... By his phone after having done the thousand meter row. Right. So when I think of Yusuf doing cardio, <laughs> any cardio, any cardio, walking, I think walking of, quicker like, than a than a meander. <laughs> I, th- I think I think of that face. Okay. So I think of him riding on his bike in shorts like that, tiny little <laughs> yeah shorts, wearing his big helmet. Yeah. Pulling that face, and that is why it makes me laugh. Mm-hmm. Why is it funny for you? I just think he looks silly. Much quicker that story. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it funny, Johnny? Well, iOS. <laughs> let, me, let, let, let me tell you about the history of the old redwood trees. <laughs> I was convinced for the first 18 years of my life that I'd never seen a woman on a bike before. <laughs> <laughs> but then I. Like, <laughs> that's not meant to be funny. <laughs> Then I saw the I saw the first, broke the seal. Saw my first woman on a bike <laughs> at age nineteen, let's say, and then started seeing them everywhere. <laughs> Johnny's almost spilled his coke now. Oh wow! What, what I was worried about now is that maybe you have, but you just you don't register them because it's like when you never see learner drivers, and when you're learning to drive, you see learner drivers everywhere. Right. So maybe your brain just tunes into something once it recognizes it. And that's what it was. Is this like, is it, or is this a little bit like, is it the child in the, in the sixth sense where like he sees like, and you've now like gone behind a wall and now you see them everywhere once you've seen your first one. Like if you, watch the ta- if, you watch the, if you watch the tape from The Ring and then the girl comes to get you, if you see like the one woman that's real, you see the ghosts of all other women who also ride. Because there's only one woman who rides a bicycle. That's a, a fact. Oh, there's only one woman in the world. Yeah, right? and the rest of them are all just like, Holographs, aren't they? It's an Illuminati oh, conspiracy. No. So I've, I've gone into the underworld. Now. You are, yeah, you are, yeah. There's a there's a name for this 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 phenomenon. What? So you know, okay. So think of when you are. Oh, okay. Not seeing women on bikes, as in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so before you got your car, mm. I imagine you started seeing more and more of that car mm-hmm. on the street. Mm. So it's what's what's the. You must know, know what you mean. Like when, you, when, you've, when, you've hurt, when you've hurt your toe, you then notice all of the times that you stub your toe on stuff because it highlights to yourself. Yeah, yeah, not really. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, but sort of. Like you become more aware of you become more aware of seeing something. Seeing your toe. Like he's seen. <laughs> you I see one, one lady on a bike, and you're like, "Fuck!" Earth views completely yeah. shattered, and yeah. then you think that game changer. Everybody on a bike's a lady. How did, yeah. how did the the thought happen where you're like, you know what? I don't think I've ever seen a lady on a bike before. Did someone ask you a question? That's a good point. I I don't know. 
I think someone mentioned women's bike, and I thought, I've never, women don't wear bikes. Don't wear bikes. Do, yeah. you know do you know what? Something else is weird. I was absolutely convinced from the age of like 13 until the age of sort of 21, 22, that I'd had my longest ever wee when I was 13. And I remember this wee distinctly. And I was absolutely... I wish you could get body stats like that. Yeah. Like, you, if, like, like moments. If it's you, all, it's all on the program. Longest ever wee. Strava. If Strava can introduce like a thing for PBs, of yeah. longest wee and... What's Strava? Like, like the, what's that, Run, run Keeper? Is that what it's oh, called? right, okay, okay. Bikes. Right. Okay. Yeah, I was, I was absolutely certain. I still, it sticks in my mind to this day. Glorious. So you you were convinced, but you, did you disprove it, or that was it? You just... Um, I just there's been I've had some really long ones. Like, what sort of volume do you think it would be? I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know in terms of volume, but I know in terms of duration, like ninety seconds. Ninety seconds. Ninety, like at least sixty seconds to ninety seconds of like a constant stream. That must be. But not at a tremendous volume. But you know, like you know, like sometimes the shorter wheeze can be a little bit more sort of the pressure's a bit higher. So something that's interesting is when, before the era of phones, going for a wee would actually be quite a mindful act. Mindful act, rather. So now, most people are probably on their phones while they're having a wee. So, interestingly, one of my tasks on iPhone bootcamp within Moment is to have a phoneless toilet trip. Which is surprisingly hard when you when you first do it. You think, I'm missing something. But I think this, even though we... What, you, what, what are you showing me? What's that say? No phone in the bathroom. No phone in the bathroom. It's another pro. Even though, even though we totally hadn't planned to discuss on this, this is probably I'd say this is up there with the one of the biggest obstacles that I have to try and overcome at the moment, which is getting off my phone. Unfortunately, my job and my lifestyle justifies me being on my phone a lot. Obviously, it's an enjoyable experience as well. Like, you know what I mean? It's a, a, a guilty pleasure. I think you know, scrolling through your news feed and then you flick between. Twitter and Instagram, Facebook, you do YouTube, and then by the time that you've finished, you can flick back to that. But the problem is that because so much of my work goes through my phone as well, I find it hard to set myself a barrier of when I've finished, when I'm no longer doing work and I've passed over into that playtime or that unnecessary mm. time on your phone. And the boundaries of when you're being productive and not productive become very great. And that is where, you know, nine hours of use on my phone may sound like a lot to a lot of people, and it absolutely is. A lot of that time will be spent working, but for every minute I spend working, I probably spend a minute not working. Yeah. Because of the, the, the nature of the distraction, and unfortunately, I think your phone is a much less focused device than being on a laptop. Sitting on a laptop a lot of the time, you might get distracted, but you, it feels like a work environment, doesn't it? That's well, what you're there to do. Like, everything about it is designed to suck you in. Yeah. Like, there's red circles and Flashing noises and, and yeah. the apps are really pretty and, like... You do the circuit, don't you? As you were saying, loop like, back around. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Message, I can literally go email, top, top, Facebook. top, top left of my of my yeah. of my um, home screen, and I'll just work my way around in a spiral until I go to the middle, and then I'm done. And by the time you're done, app number one is probably accumulated five, ten more. Definitely. I mean, if yeah. anyone, if anyone else here knows the curse that I do of WhatsApp groups, especially if you've got some talkable friends or if they're ones that you use for work, it can be crucifying. Now I might be wrong here. I'm going to pick my phone up and see if I have got. A lot of okay, so that's thirty-eight just on my WhatsApp. So that's oh, not a whole lot. That's, when, not, that's when only from the last time you checked. Ten minutes ago. Right. Um, that's that's only between that's only between two groups. But when if you get a few going, only once, two groups. But this, I think, this feeds back to what I'd said in the first podcast I did with you guys about having to set myself limits when I go to bed. Now I know that there we go. <laughs> that's I not me. My notifications are. That's but it's not on silent. 
Why is it not in Simon? Oh, uh, who is no, it? So I know what it is. What is it? I'll, I'll tell you in a minute. Okay. So um, it, um, blue light late at night is the sort of thing that will. <laughs> You mouthing things <laughs> off microphone still distracts me. Sorry. It looked like you said crap. Crap, <laughs> no. No, right. Anyway, yeah, blue light, blue light late at night means that you are less able to sleep, I think. Is that right? Yeah. And that's the reason that you have this flux thing on your phone now. I'm or not sunlight settings or whatever this, it's called. The flux and the, the new iOS flux equivalent is is foolproof and apparently so we've, we've I've just signed up for the Brian Johnson thing who's just summarised all the, the data on sleep mm. and apparently you have photoreceptors in your skin that also so whether you're wearing even if you're wearing an eye mask or even if you protect your eyes from blue light when you're you know using screens and things before bed mm. you can still be affected by so if you fall asleep if window. you fall asleep watching the TV and you've got your eyes closed facing the pillow but the TV's on and your arms are out of the covers your body's potentially going to... Could do, yeah. Um, so, here's the thing. Late at night, I don't think it's the screen for me. I think it's the level of stimulation. What Can you enlighten me at all on why I'm not going to be able to sleep so well? Is there, a, is there an unnatural volume of stimulation that is coming through my phone compared yeah, with what we would evolutionarily be used to? So, the, there's some, some research on porn... Uh, with, from Ted, which is quite an interesting one. Ah, that's what you're saying. Possibly. That's what yeah. you were mouthing just then. No, that wasn't. But um... <laughs> Johnny, give it up. <laughs> Still trying to work Like it a out. dog with a bone. <laughs> I was He'll just, tell you later. God. <laughs> I, I was actually just um, propositioning Johnny silently off, uh, off the. <laughs> so, so yeah, there's some good research on porn, which talks exactly about what you just said. So, rewiring the reward centres to um, the the idea that yeah, evolutionarily we've only been exposed to a, certain, a, a finite number of sexual partners and with the advent of porn we're getting a lot big increase in the number of young men that have sexual dysfunction depression and kind of addictive style behaviors mm. that wouldn't have been observed 50 years ago and they think that because it's so uncommon with young men they're looking at whether it's something to do with this desensitization of having this sudden increase in the amount of visual stimulation and novelty mm-hmm. and there's a study on, on rats where they found that if, it, if they introduced a new female rat into a cage with a with a male rat its arousal response went up to a certain level introduced a new female rat and the arousal response went above that kept doing it and then the arousal response would eventually go below baseline until the rats became desensitized to the novelty mm. and that also applies not only to to that but what you were saying about you can't go logically if you're going from 100% to sleep mm-hmm. and you've know, been texting on your phone and that's why the moment is so useful if it tells you when was the last time you used your phone before you went to sleep and when you, as soon as you wake up but I'm reading a book by Cal Newport at the moment who writes a book it's called Deep Work highlights some research that constant attention switching has a lasting effect on your brain where people who multitask all the time can't actually filter out irrelevant thoughts eventually and so then working memory is affected and so if you get chronically distracted then larger parts of the brain that are irrelevant start getting mobilized when you're trying to do a simple task well if i'm honest i I think that definitely strikes a chord with what the issues are that i'm sort of that i tend to face on a day-to-day basis a lot of the time now you know people walk into a room and oh god i forgot why i went in that room that will happen to me if i'm having a like a bad day like a non-present day where i'm not being tremendously mindful and i've got a lot on my mind that will happen every half an hour and I'll open up a page on my laptop my phone will go I'll look at my phone for 30 seconds I'll go back to the laptop and I won't know why I was there I'll look at the Facebook page and I'm like 
I meant to schedule something, but what was it I meant to schedule? Shit, right, I'll just crack on. And that'll happen like 10 times a day. It's the worst thing, feeling senile. And it the, is, the it's worst like, part it about is. It is that the feeling remains of, I have to do something. Yeah, but you're, but actual, you're very anxious about it and stuff like that. But I think I've started to get a bit better, a little bit better. Um, and meditating's certainly helping me a little bit, being more present, uh, try, trying to be more present, trying to be more mindful about things. There's some evidence, I think, to say that like the notification, the instant notification world is reducing the um, work ethic of our generation. It's like if you transport back to our grandparents' generation, they very little in their life was, I, 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 I choose to do something and it's instant, it's there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, like you want to find something out, you can find it out straight away. You want to message someone, you can do it instantly. Mm-hmm. Something goes off and you can solve that itch to look at that straight away. Mm-hmm. Imagine it, writing an essay for uni when you have to go to the library, find the, exactly, the big yeah. index of journals, look at the page for the index, go and pick up the journal, mm-hmm. flick through it, mm-hmm. rather than just Google Scholar or something. And just well, I mean, I think th- this is an interesting point, about, especially about studying. Specifically for us, we employ a lot of students, young guys and girls, and especially the ones that I get exposed to are the ones who are probably the least studious but the, the most in terms of partying, I'm going to guess that they're probably going to be quite susceptible to this sort of stuff as mm. well. And some of these guys, when they get to exam period, they they literally have to Frankenstein's monster themselves into a completely new person just to be able to deal with a little bit of uh, memory retention, a, a little bit of sort of logical... Oh my God. <laughs> Mate, that is the smallest little mob. So I didn't see it. It crept into vision and it's coming towards me. It's and the last tiny. experience you had in this room was... Was a wasp. So I'm thinking drowsy wasp coming... coming drowsy wasp? Coming at me, bro. Drowsy wasp. Drowsy, yeah. Is there like a number... Is that like a collector's edition? Drowsy, <laughs> drowsy wasp and silly wasp and... Shiny. Yeah. <laughs> it's really rare. Yeah. You don't hear a Pokemon Go being talked about much. Man, you know how fast the shares in Nintendo went up? It was like, like 20% overnight... Really, the the, the 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 shares like if you had because money, of Pokemon Go, exa- literally overnight, and then it, that was before because it got released in like America and people were patching their phones so that they could use it in the UK. And then it came out in the UK and everywhere else. But you're right, like it it seems to have died off mm. a little bit. So speaking of concentration, this is a yeah fitness prime, podcast typical prime example. example. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Well, so what you said about the people that um, find themselves in a state where they have to they have to rewire themselves quite quickly to, mm-hmm. to study. That, stu- that that research that I just mentioned described some of the people who were mobilising more of their brain than necessary to try and do simple tasks. They described them as mental wrecks. And it said that if you find it, it's hard to shake the addiction even when you want to concentrate by that point. And if every moment of potential boredom in your life, like having to wait five minutes in line or sit alone in a restaurant, is relieved with a quick glance at your smartphone then your brain has likely been rewired to the point where you are a mental wreck. So, Interesting. Interesting noise there, Yusuf. Yeah. It's your phone going to Yusuf this time. <laughs> that, that, that's the one thing that gets let through, which is a phone call. Oh, right, I okay. just have to pie them. <laughs> I, wonder, I, w- I wonder if that person will be able to work out what time. Maybe. Well, no, this is five weeks in the future. Wow. What if never, they do five weeks? What if they travel? What if they break through the door now? <laughs> With Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off, Leo, yeah. I think there'll be there'll be bigger things for us to talk about than the person who called Yusuf worked it out. It'll be... Yeah. Why is Leonardo DiCaprio in the room? Mm. One of the things on my um, exclusive pro features on Moment, 
I'm not impressed. Um, <laughs> is one of the the tasks which I was looking I was looking through these today actually. So like some of it's fairly basic like stop putting your phone in your bedroom, put your phone down for thirty minutes, which is actually really difficult for me to do. Look at your phone one hour later than normal. Take all of your apps off your home screen apart from twelve. But one of them is where is it? Deep thinking, and it is literally go into a room with nothing and sit for thirty minutes by yourself. Arguably, do we not get pretty close to that if you do meditation? Yes, but 30 minutes is, is a long time. Would it not be more difficult, is a flip side of that, meditating is doing something. It's a specific goal. That's like saying, right, okay, I've gone into a room with nothing. That room is the gym. But it's not. It's a mental gym for yourself. Yeah, so you it's, it's, it's quite a lot with your mind. With meditating, yeah, yeah, absolutely. As soon as you get in the rhythm of it and as soon as you've listened to your, your noises around and you've got yourself settled... It's a pretty enjoyable experience. You also have a you also have a target like you're there for a reason. Whereas yeah. in this no, example, if you were to, if you told me to go and sit in a room and meditate for thirty minutes, I might get a little bit bored because I'm not used to doing it for that long. Mm. But I'd probably be able to do it. If you told me to go and sit in a room and just do not nothing. do something, mm. I think that would be I'd be climbing up the walls. So Cal Newport talks about this idea that we should practice boredom. So like a lot of people probably find from that, the same chapter. Yeah. yeah, that you when you're waiting somewhere. Mm. You so the, the I don't know why the biggest example I can think of with this whenever I've been with my girlfriend in Topshop, she's trying on clothes mm. outside the change rooms. Invariably, is myself and four or five other guys. Mm. Everybody's on their phone. Some really mm. abrasive music as well. Mm. Yeah, which makes it worse. Yeah. I think everybody's on their phone, like just sat staring. <laughs> don't look engaged. Don't look excited at all. And he's saying that in those situations, you should like look you keep your phone. In your pocket and embrace that the boredom mm-hmm. and practice that I think you're all so bad at being bored I think another problem is that apart from the fact it's commonplace now and everybody else has got their phone out and it almost becomes weird if you're sat at a table and everyone else has got their phone out I've felt weird before standing hands by my sides not doing anything <laughs> so you think okay well I'm, like even if your phone screen isn't on but then the problem is if someone catches you looking at your phone with the screen on <laughs> Then, then you're going to think like that you're turbo a simple yeah. <laughs> Turbo weird. You look like a, a poser in the, the worst. So there's a Louis C.K., you might have seen it, where um, he's out, sat in the car and his kids are like, Dad, I'm bored. And he's like, shut up. Like, you don't get to be bored. You've seen like 0% of the world. And even your mind goes on forever inwardly. So <laughs> He got, says this to his child. Yeah. How old is his kid? Like five. Okay, yeah, yeah. How does, this, how, does, how does this go down? They're just like, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I think you're probably, unless it's an illusion, I think you're the, you've got the your your shit together the most with with your phone. Like I know I know you've worked quite a lot at it, mm. and I think probably I feel on a similar level. I'm maybe not quite as bad. I'm I am the worst person. I I am around people who are bad with their phones. And I am the. You're worse than I'm the. I'm the absolute pinnacle. Yeah, I didn't I, want I'm, to say that you're the worst, but because I, I don't know. I, no, but. I am. I'm patient zero. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so what's interesting for me is I feel like I'm with like a Buddhist monk. Yeah, on one hand, and someone who's on death's door. Like with the <laughs> who's, who's who's the guy from Wolf of Wall Street? Jordan Belfort. Jordan Belfort <laughs> on the other side. Mm. Uh, <laughs> but the solution uh, is like. <laughs> You can you can turn it around and be quite um, be quite aggressive with your approach to towards boredom. So, for example, my flatmate had a very similar issue. I could even get him on the podcast at some point where he tried the Muse headset, which is an, a portable EEG, measures your brain activity and gives you a percentage for how 
calm you are out of 100 in um, meditation. And he did it for the first time and got 1% calm. Wow. Which is the lowest. And, and he, when he saw that, Johnny's still getting attacked by a moth. Why is it coming at me and no one else? Because <laughs> you've got the whitest hair. Oh, right. So I think it's a light. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, he's, um, he, he was disgusted by that. He sort of recoiled at the fact that he got 1%. He's like, right, I'm doing something about it. And so he's dived in immediately to do something called the presence process, which is a 10-week, quite intensive, Vipassana-style meditation um, thing. So, yeah, he's, he's done that. He's on to week six now. Categorical improvements in him. I haven't retested his EEG, which I'll, I'll do that. David. Ten. Yeah. Here's, here's the thing. Um, I think that what we're talking about here is a little bit less to do with presentness and mindfulness and more to do with habits. I think a lot of this is just, um, what's that word beginning with I? Uh, Instinctive. Uh, no, idio, is it, a, a, if I was to do it like a habit and I just sort of sit there flicking my phone like this. Is that what it is? Is that the word I mean? I don't know. Anyway, I think it's, I think it's very habitual. And my point is that when I went away to Thailand, I wasn't on my phone much. I turned my data roaming off. So I didn't take my phone out with me. When I didn't have my phone out with me, I didn't itch to have my to use my phone. So was there no temptation to? Not at all. Not right. in the slightest. I was out. I was talking to people. I would stand and quite happily look, you know, out in the distance. But I was surrounded by beautiful landscapes. I was always in sunny environments. There was things to do and people to see and uh, different experiences to enjoy. And I'd spent four weeks, pretty much the lion's share of four weeks, without my phone. I was out of the habit of using my phone. And the second that I came back to the UK, it turns back on mm. because I'm in that situation again where I need to work, therefore I need to use my phone, therefore I need to do, do, do. So I don't think... So it's an environmental trigger that's exactly. kind of sending it, you back to it. I exactly suppose like is. one way to look at it is you furnish your mental landscape with as beautiful things as well and then it means that you no longer have to have this kind of crap substitute which is looking for the little, mm. the little mini highs by looking at your phone. Mm. Um, but that's that's obviously quite a long yes. task to do. <laughs> so there's an app for that, isn't there? Just, there's an app, yeah. No. I, I actually think that it's a result of the the world we live in being very extrinsically motivated and everybody's looking for like wealth or fame or notoriety and everyone wants to be liked or popular. And your phone is a centre that drives your your needs and desires. It's a, it's a megaphone. It's a megaphone for your lifestyle, mm. isn't it? And we're looking to capture... There's an interest, there's a really funny video that Eric Prince posted from Creamfields, and it's of an unbelievable drop. He, Eric Prince, well-known DJ, if you don't know who he is, he played mm. at Creamfields, he had his own tent, uh, which is a huge arena, and he's playing as one of his monikers, which is Ceres uh, D, and he's known for massive production, huge lasers and lights. Everybody knows it's the biggest drop in the entire, probably in the entire set, and there's a guy who's taking a video and it's just a sea of white lights. It's of the, the, the stage at the far end of the video, and it's just a sea of white lights of everybody recording it on wow. their phones. Yeah. And someone re-uploaded it and said, uh, glad to see that the Rio, Rio Olympics phone-holding contest went, <laughs> went off without, without incident. What is he trying to achieve there by holding his phone up and filming it? What's everybody trying to achieve? Yeah. I think that they want to keep so to keepsake, to... isn't it? It's look at what we've done because the the first thing that they'll do is upload it. Then they'll get the likes. Then it's the validation of I was there. Then mm. it's the self branding. Right, so they're chasing the... a feeling. So they're 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 in a, a situation where it's engineered to be a, a good feeling. Yes. 
and instead and chasing a different one. The, yeah, chasing yeah. a different one, substituting it for like a little bit of validation from people that they kind of kind of know. Well, do you not think here's an interesting one? I'm not going to use an example, but there's a couple of guys that we've spoken about and girls as well who are starting to. Uh, I'm getting to the age now where people are starting to do meditation a lot more, and meditation. If you, as you, Yusuf, have said to me, someone who is significantly more experienced in it than I am, I, I'm. Just for the record, I, I'm being depicted as this absolute like Jedi Zen master, and uh, I'm well, sure you've, people you've read you've read a lot more about it at a higher level than most people. Reading isn't no, but, yeah, but, but you, you also know, practice you study, it more you than study all of in, into it. So, in the same way that you know, um, I'm just aware that, that so there's at least one person I'm thinking of who is listening who does between four and six hours a day. And it's just absolutely mm. relentless with it. So he's going to be thinking, this guy's an absolute... What movie. a noob. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, just because there are people who are more knowledgeable than you does not make you... Johnny's a strong powerlifter just knowledgeable. because he's not Eddie Hall. Is it Eddie Hall? Yeah. He's yeah. strong. He's a strong person. He's very strong, but so yeah. are you. Um, so yeah, anyway, anyway my, my, my point was that you, getting to this age now is people are starting to get away from um, the sort of partying lifestyle and away for, from what you would immediately consider as those sort of 21st century pleasures... And moving into more meditation, more mindfulness. But as we identified the other day when we were having a chat, there's so many people who are now using their mindfulness and their meditation as their own source of personality. And they're shoving it down people's throats with mm. these like morning poses of a hazy looking sunrise as they're sat on a rock peering off into the distance wearing nothing but hemp. And <laughs> Spiritual materialism. There it is. Yeah, and it, yeah. It's it, it's partly why I don't I, I don't want to get the the label of, of the meditation guy because um, we're, we're labeling you. So. First of all, I don't feel I deserve it, and secondly, it, yeah, it would just kind of it reinforces like an identification with something which is, the whole purpose of it is to de-identify. To not have that yeah. compulsion. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I I just found another quote as well, which which ties in with that, which is uh, to switch constantly from low stimuli, high value activities to high stimuli, low value activities at the slightest hint of boredom or cognitive challenge teaches your mind to never tolerate an absence of novelty. So we're, we're, we're just constantly you're chasing, not, you're we're chasing that. have novel stimulus that we're trying to get rid of, but it's difficult to do. There's something that Carl Newport talks about and Brian Johnson talks about is this idea that like at a point in the day you're just off. Shut down like, routine. Yeah, laptop off, phone off, and you're just, you go and do something else. Mm. And I've tried to do that a few times. Do you not think that going to the gym is that? A little bit, but... So, I have my phone with me because it's my music. I don't. You don't? No, I have an iPod shuffle that's a little clip that's literally the circle with the play button in the middle. Uh, so no, I can't okay. really even browse, browse music. I don't even have a screen to look at. And that clips onto my collar. So that's quite an interesting. So I used, I used, I used to do that. Release. Well, for, this is from someone who is, is a, a, an addict with his phone. That so is you leave the, your phone at home? No, I leave it in the car. I leave it in the car. That's pretty good. I used to... This is another reason why complicated programs, Johnny, um, <laughs> can, can, be, can be difficult because I need to be able to memorise them. Ah, it's all become clear now. I have to be able to memorise them. So I'm, I've done a different ab routines and this, that and the other. And when there's difficult rep progressions mm. that I can't remember, it becomes troublesome because the only other option is for me to take a piece of paper. Because if I take my phone in, I'll stop... Tra- my training will... Mm. It'll be decreased by like 20%. Like, I... I for listeners I'm going to leave my phone next time I train yeah we might as well like so I'm going to buy an iPod shuffle oh well yeah I suppose so for for the listeners for me to talk a little bit about fitness and to big these guys up I've never really been into lifting that heavily Um, and we went to Pinnacle Gym in 
Brunswick near Gosforth. Mm. Johnny and Yusuf spoiled everybody's party by walking in and breaking the club records <laughs> in every weight category in terms of lifts and then spent about two, <coughs> two minutes coaching me for me to pull a 140 kilo uh, deadlift which is an equal PB because I've never really done it before and then every week since then until now I've pulled a 10 kilo PB <laughs> so I'm up to 170 now after four weeks of... 170 looked like a warm up the other week yeah. there's definitely more there's a video you got a video <clears throat> yeah I'm wearing some small shorts in that video Oh, ideal. I think people are shorter than these shorts. No, <laughs> they're they're pretty short. Are they? Um, but yeah, like, and for that, you know, that was me. If I'd had my phone on and I was focusing on stuff like that, like, mm. and there's no way that I could go into the gym and Still focus focus to that level of that that I need to to be able to pick up, a, you know, whatever three hundred pounds of weight or whatever it is. Go on, so, no, go on. Something that you mentioned just about the shutdown routine before mm. we uh, go on. You said that when you were working in an office, you found it a lot easier to shut down. Mm. So something I was going to say was I think that the three of us are probably a bit unique in that our business life and social life is linked to one device. <laughs> what did you say, Bam? <laughs> well, mine was off camera. Off camera? <laughs> I wasn't doing anything then. Chris no? was just offering me some water very kindly. Well, I, wasn't oh, doing, I, see. I wasn't doing anything. I thought you were asking for water. <laughs> Gas on? <laughs> so... I, the thing I find strange is when, and this is going to sound critical, it isn't, but if you don't have, like, if your phone is, like, exclusively personal, so your Facebook is just photos of your mates, mm-hmm. like, what do you, what is so addictive about it? I think that, I think I lose, I can't appreciate that, but what I, what I tend to check is... I agree, because I think a lot of, well, for, for all of us, it seems like it's, it's because it's tied into work and you feel like you have to check it. That mm. almost justifies the right. checking it out of the compulsive need for it I think and that this, just mixed in. I think this compulsion thing again feeds back to something else which I'm struggling with and I don't know whether other young entrepreneurs, young businessmen struggle with it as well, which is sometimes if you're having a bad day, if I was having a bad day about 10 years ago, what I would do is I'd go to the gym. When I was 18 years old, I'd go to the gym because I'd know that no matter how bad my day went, I'd gone to the gym, which meant I'd taken myself one step forward. Mm. Now, I think, that I've started to cushion myself from those bad days by plugging work a lot, by spending so much time engrossed in work that I almost think it, it whitewashes whether it's been a bad day, whether I've not performed at work, whether mm. what I've actually, the actual output of my day has been poor. There's so much of it, there's such a massive volume that I think, oh, well, it doesn't matter. Like, think about how long you spent in the office mm. today. And I see myself doing it. Last night was a perfect example. One in the morning... I put a status up saying that I was leaving the office. Who's that for? Like, <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> maybe, maybe to an extent, it's for like some of the managers to rem- that work like um, the, our staff to remind them that they were on a night out, and I was getting stick for having bailed on the night out. And I wanted to justify, fuck you. I've been doing some. Work. <laughs> I've been doing some work. Enjoy your night out, you dicks. But you're, I think you're again different because your personal brand online matters. Like I think, but I th- that makes it even more of a compulsion. It does because every every new follower and uh, uh, being the social media manager for our our um, different networks as well means that I'm constantly checking not only mine feedback. What's how's this video gone down? Mm. How many attendees has this particular event that we've released got? It becomes it's spread over so many different social networks, so many different media, so many different forms, so many different channels. Mm. And it becomes pretty unrelenting. And I, I honestly think that until it gets to the stage where I can slot someone else in to take 
all of the social media off my hands, I've kind of just accepted that it's damage limitation now mm. for myself. Is there any that, way you can batch process it or do it within a window of time? Or not, does it have to be constantly? No, because pe- the, the feedback will only come as and when it does. If I get a message that is a reply on Twitter about something that happened last night, you know, even Facebook now, Facebook pages has got that button for fan pages that is that shows your fans that you're a fast replier. But I think you need to average an under five minute response time. So the only way that I can do it is to slot other people in who can take the task off my hands, which for the first time I'm doing this year. But I think the, the thing that you could take away from this across the board is that you can justify spending a lot of time on your phone quite easily. I've just tried to do it there. But building yourself barriers and, and making yourself a, a, into a confined space, a confined usable time. So something that that Johnny's been trying and I've, I've not had the, the goal to do it yet, which is Sunday's going offline. Mm. How, not, not be going well. Oh man. Wow. Yeah. I, yeah. And I, I imagine not going well because of the fear that things will blow up. <laughs> well, do you remember the conversation that we had on Friday? No, you well, were a bit drunk. Maybe. You were a bit drunk. <laughs> so I was, I was having this, this a, similar, a similar conversation with um, my business partner who's from Leeds. And I was saying, how are you getting on with the build-up to freshers? It's quite intense at the moment. Oh, yeah, it is. Every so often, I try and go and just watch TV for half an hour in the living room and I leave my phone in the kitchen. But I find that I'm more stressed because I'm, in the living, because I'm in the living room and my phone's away and I start shitting myself about what's going on on my phone. Wow. But mm. that's, that is a particularly how hectic time that's driven for business. But I think that in minor sort of small quantities, that... FOMO, that fear of missing out, it feeds back into everything, doesn't it? Yeah, I think that, you know, the, like I've experienced stuff like that before. Like I'll be, I'll know we're doing something specific and I'll be out and my phone will run out of battery and I'll be like, oh God, like, you know, the thought of when I get back in and plug my phone in, how many notifications it's going to be to deal with. But that's probably, I don't imagine most people have that feeling towards their Facebook, for example. I'd be interested, I'd be interested to find out what it is like for people who aren't running their businesses through their phones. Mm. If someone is doing something where there are a more uh, finite set of start and end times, so I'm really I've, interested. I've worked with a few clients on this. So annoyingly, I understand a lot of the theory behind it. I really struggle to apply it to myself. Mm-hmm. But there's one guy in particular who who has, like his phone is purely social. He has separate work stuff and he leaves his work, work phone and work laptop at work. Mm-hmm. Like that's company policy. So when he's at home, I got him to you can put into your phone like a password to block all browsing. So you can't go on the internet on your phone. You can't use Safari on your phone. Mm. So his wife has done that. She mm. has a password. Mm. And I got him to delete the Facebook app. And then a successful day is a day that he doesn't re-download the Facebook app. <laughs> so simple. So like he, it's limited during the day because he's got, at 5 p.m., he leaves work. Mm-hmm. And when he leaves work, he has to finish his work. So there's, there's already... A limitation how often you can be on Facebook and then in the evening it's really difficult for him mm-hmm. so he says tells me that he's found that transformative but he's clearly not feeling the if I did that I'd be worrying about the things that the messages that could be getting that I need yeah. to respond to the yeah. things that accumulate I think what you've so, done Yusuf is the single best way that I think you could the, the, the most chronic waste of time on any social media is newsfeed browsing for me um so that scare what you've done scares me. Why? So j- just to clarify, I've got rid of my newsfeed on on Facebook. Haven't got a Facebook app on my phone, and I've disabled all notifications on all devices, which 
was a bit scary for the first couple of days, but now I've realised nothing does nothing does blow up. Have you got? Does your is your messenger on your Facebook? So if it, no. if someone, okay, maybe that's maybe that's that that I think that would just be too much for but, me. But but I, I think for so for me, Facebook Messenger is a very low priority. Thing. Okay, like, is that no? You've, you've not got either staff or client contacts through that very rarely. <laughs> if they do, then it's not the channel that's. It's dedicated to it's not. Yeah, it's not so expected to be an instant reply or whatever. Okay. Yeah, versus yeah. versus for me, WhatsApp, WhatsApp. So I, I check Facebook all. messages once a week on Saturday evening. I've got no I schedule it in half an hour and I just go through in batch Jeez. Facebook messages. Notifications come in. Probably so that's why you never used to reply to me when we had a Facebook yeah, message that, group. But iMessage is okay. is the best way to get in contact with me. Um, so I I find iMessage to actually be quite difficult to keep on top of. So do you, have, do you have a lot of iMessages? I get, I get, so I get iMessages from people, I get WhatsApps from people, mm. and then I'll have emails, Slack, mm. Facebook Messenger. Mm. So there's all those, all those things that accumulate at different rates, mm. and sometimes like a WhatsApp group will go, yeah. and I'm, I'm out of the loop, um, or I forget that someone's messaged me on iMessage. The problem with iMessage is you can't remark as unread, yeah. which is my flag, my way of flagging shit. Yeah. You have to deal with it as. But I think that I think that not having the newsfeed to me just sounds like such a fantastic tool. Like imagine if you didn't waste time watching fucking dog videos, or like shit articles from BuzzFeed and stuff like that. The only that. downside so far is like if a friend gets married and I, I don't find out for two years. <laughs> so there's there's, there's that side of it as well. Do you like football? So I don't like football. You don't like football. And when I'm in a group of people, foot game. What foot foot game game foot yeah. What? He's With making a joke. The, the, He's the, making the men in the shorts and the ball. I thought oh, right. you yeah, thought yeah. Oh, I'd said foot game. And I was like... <laughs> and, and, Did I say that? And then when I said foot game, you went, no, 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 foot game. <laughs> I was like, right, that's it. We're going to have to talk about that now. Oh, no, but so, wow. so usually conversations in, in groups of men, and this is very stereotypical but they're usually sport or football oh I mean we've been relegated from the Precisely, premiership yeah. in and the... I just cannot <laughs> like, I cannot contribute I'm like how many hoops did we score <laughs> uh, and so I can't say anything but then if something comes up of like have you seen on Facebook this blah 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 and I'm like no I'm weird in that as well I also <laughs> I also strange in that regard I also don't have a news feed mm, yeah. so it's for me are it's, you afraid that that's two out of three strikes there I think it's. I think there's certain things that you almost have to just keep your foot in the in the door to maintain a little bit of. Would it be nice to have like a zeitgeist tape? We could get a personal assistant <laughs> to summarize to Facebook. summarize my Facebook to be news honest, feed into an hour. So you watch Peep Show? You seen Peep Show? Yeah. You know the episode where Mark looks up at the covers of like FHM and no, I GQ. Seen it. I seen it. So he'll like he'll look up on different websites like he reads Nuts and Zoo. And takes notes on key themes, so he's like footballer, key key person of ridicule. I like must must reference this, and then has like this awfully fudged conversation with the guy in the pub. Mm. And I just feel like that's what it would end up being. Mm-hmm. So I know a surgeon that does that. Um, he, he he doesn't. He's not interested in football, but to have some initial ground to discuss with his patients, he like keeps on top of scores and things. I think if it's a trade off between being a bit weird at a party. Mm. because you're not up to date with uh, mm. like I, I don't watch TV I don't know if, I don't think either of you do really mm. no so when people are discussing Great British Bake Off which to be fair TV, is it appears to be pandemographic taking the entire nation by storm mm. yeah like, so, you, so you are at a disadvantage there if you if you don't know but mm. so 
You're spending your time. Are we weird then? Well, I like so, so people listen to the podcast. So clearly, there's there's something. <laughs> well, that's there's a, some, there could be a, like a novelty there. factor of seeing like, like a dog that's got five legs or something <laughs> yeah. like that. Maybe you know that's I mean? why people listen. Uh, dance oh, monkeys, dance. Like, people like watching Big Brother, don't they? It doesn't mean that the, the people, people in Big are Brother are necessarily interesting or normal. Wow. So all this time we've actually just been sideshow side circus. Um, right, we're running up to 46 minutes now, so can we get some top tips from everyone <laughs> and then wrap this up? Jeez. There's a no more would you rather's. I'll, I'd have to, I think we'd better save it for next time. Oh, okay. come on. Oh, Johnny's digging one up. I'm going to run out of battery. I'm on my phone. Okay, well, so while Johnny's... So in terms, of, in terms of top tips, I think, if I'm honest, I, I'm, I'm still kind of waiting to hear your... Your, what, what you guys have got to say every time that I hear you you know the the only reason that I downloaded the, the Moment app was because of the recommendation from yourselves um, the only things that I can do that I've, I've realised make, make my life better is when I can leave my phone somewhere entirely I don't I honestly don't think that it's going to help with, you, with habit breaking I don't think it's going to make you be any better with your phone but you're without your phone which I think at least in part is going to help so if you've got an opportunity to do something where you know that you're not going to need it 45 minutes in the gym you do not need your phone Buy like an iPod shuffle that I'm talking about is like 30 quid or 40 quid and it's class. You can use it for running. You can do this, that and the other and you will not need your phone in the gym. And for me, that's that, that's a, a good place to start, especially considering pretty much everyone who listens to this podcast is going to lift. That's a great lesson that I've, I've learned from you today. I, yeah, I'm going to leave my phone at home next time I go to the gym. There's, there's no need for it. You're right. Um, so, something that I've done, which is kind of a bigger bigger thing altogether, is I bought a, I bought a shit phone. Have I told did I tell you about my shit phone on Friday? No. So I bought a like a basic phone, like the most basic phone mm. that can exist. So mm. it does calls and SMS. Mm. And this is from someone that we follow who is in like the stock trading world. Mm. Really clever guy. And one he has a video, YouTube video called Ten Tips for Financial Success. One of those things is just ditch a smartphone completely. Mm. And he's saying he is. He loves technology. Loves all that stuff. Had the latest BlackBerry, the latest iPhone. Got rid of it all, and even his his laptop is Sony with like basic features. Like mm-hmm. does Excel, email, mm-hmm. and he says it like triples or, or doubles your productivity. Mm-hmm. So I haven't used it yet, but I I own one, mm-hmm. ready to try, because I kind of think that with this stuff you can download whatever you want and set your notification settings to whatever but if ultimately using apps to fix more apps to fix the problem of apps, yeah then... exactly I, I also think like especially with us there's such a draw to it because they could, anything could have happened but do you think it's do... difficult in your situation as well Chris because I think your your attachment is, is unique in that there's certain things that you can't sever you can't disable notifications you can't get rid of your newsfeed because it, that itself is tied into the work yeah. but I think that's quite a so even if even if you had one day per week or one like one afternoon per week where like what I'm planning to do with the shit phone is either have a new number and I give like a small group of people the number mm. that I know that if something goes goes up in flames in an area of my life, mm. that person can ring me and let me know. Mm. Everything's everything's burning to the ground. Or I just swap my SIM card. Mm. But I think swapping my SIM card might just create the same problem but just with like a Eh, 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 eh. <laughs> over and over again which would be worse yeah but I just think if you haven't got it with you like if you imagine you went out for the day mm. and you just didn't have your phone mm-hmm. how often do things burn to the ground when you're well out away so not that often but there have been instances where I haven't checked my phone 
and when I have there's been like a horrible thing that's unfolded mm. so like, <laughs> like can you think of a few like there's been a few emails that have been not that nice mm. to deal with mm. and had I left it probably it probably would have got a bit worse certainly a lot of time sensitive stuff that we deal with yeah the sort of thing if, if we've got a DJ book for that evening at one of our events and his flight's delayed Mm, like we, that's need to, a bad we need to tell the customers we need to rebook his flight we need to do a million other things and time is of the essence there mm. and that level of uh, intense intensity mm. is something that justifies a more neurotic approach so I suppose you've got to do a cost benefit then and say aggregate all the times that there's a single disaster that was time sensitive and you missed out on for yeah. six hours and compare that to the long torturous level. Yeah. <laughs> but by the same token I can I, I, I'm my own worst enemy I don't need I know the days when that's going to happen or when mm-hmm. there's an option for that time we don't have a big DJ booked all the time mm. we don't there's, I'm not always waiting for messages from the guys so you can strategize then you can say I'll have my phone on this day in case yeah. XYZ exactly. this is the thing all of us are saying well maybe not so much you but we're saying like we have this issue we're dealing with this issue where we feel quite dependent on phones mm-hmm. And then as soon as we talk, start thinking about not using it, we start telling ourselves all these stories about why, why we you do need it. And listen to us. And so we're literally yeah, yeah. sat here all justifying, justifying why we need our phone. Oh, but I can't and do that because... Yeah, yeah, but precisely. Well, yeah. I can't because you're Mr. Zen. So, <laughs> so you can get... Do not disturb mode on iPhones. I don't know whether Android has this, but you can set certain VIPs to... to they can get through. You can also have a thing where if someone rings twice... Yeah, uh, okay. within I think it's like a minute or so. So do not disturb his <laughs> moth attacking dragon once on again. Light. I don't know what it was. I got like a cold feeling running down my back. Awful. Do not disturb is dealing with the interruptions. What it isn't dealing with is the internal cycle. Of, if you come and yeah, check so if if, you're, if my phone is there and it's on do not disturb, if I am doing something, yes, I won't check it when I get a buzz, but I will probably my attention will lapse and I'll. Actually, there's a there's a very there's a very good point. So my second my my, own, my only two pieces of advice: one of not having it in the gym, and the second one of always putting it face down. That's a good idea. Mm. Because I, I think different room. I, I think okay. I think different rooms too too difficult. Okay. <laughs> let's take it one step at a time, shall we? Okay. But I think for you know for a lot of people, let's say that you sat at a meal, inevitably you're going to take your phone out mm. and you don't keep it in your pocket, especially as a guy you're wearing jeans. Take it out of your pocket. You put it on the table. Just put it face down. If it's on, if it's on silent, or even if it's not on silent, the vast majority of your notifications, no one's got a buzz on that happens every time you get a Facebook notification. It would drive you insane. Oh, there are people. All oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Wow. They must have. Uh, yeah. Oh, Interesting lives. Loud lives. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite rude though, because it means that someone is getting priority, who's taking a lower effort way to get in touch with you. So I don't know if you've ever been in a shop. And you go to the checkout and then you're about to order something and then someone calls and they spend five minutes talking to a customer while looking at you and you're thinking, I- I've bloody come into the shop to go and speak to you and this person is just sat in their own home. So, yeah, from that perspective as well, I think being able to just be with someone probably pays off big dividends as well in um, just being able to be present with someone. Mm-hmm. Two more things on the moment thing. I know I keep harping on about it, but it is really good. Two things it does. One is like whenever you want to get in touch with someone, ring them. So don't whatsapp them or i message them or facebook them give them a call have the discussion five minutes and because text conversations tend to suck you in especially i message mm-hmm. like it's worse 
You know, what would, you know what would happen if I rang my business partner? Oh, he would. The first thing he would do is say, "Text me." Why are you ringing me? Okay, <laughs> maybe. But that's because of the expectation. That's yeah, that's been formed over. So, Darren, we're going to change. We're going to change the nature of our relationship, and because Johnny told me, because <laughs> Johnny, because Johnny told us to. Cause I got cause beautiful, got beautiful Teesside dulcet tones. Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't want to hear this <laughs> every day? <laughs> well, the, the the second part of that is um, go back to when mobiles were mobiles and someone got a phone call and they were in a room with people typically when you get a phone call you'd, you'd leave the room mm-hmm. if there's a group of people talking you got a phone call you'd leave the room when there's a group of people talking now and you get a message people pick up the phone mm-hmm. and like they're in a they're in another conversation with someone else mm-hmm. while there are two other people start talking or three whatever I, I honestly think and I'm saying it but I'm not doing it because it is really difficult but I think like if you want to really axe it and get rid of the, the issue just get rid of your smartphone get a basic phone mm. and think of the reason think of the things that will actually go wrong probably not that bad mm-hmm. you're maybe the only person that that perhaps doesn't apply to there will be a, a bunch of other industries I'm sure where the, people the, where people are, are crying they need their phone yeah all the time so you could have a personal phone and a work phone no, you could have a no I don't think so no because it's the amount of time that I need my phone for all its functions it, it is 100% or 0% as for me really it's very rare that I just need emergency calls, like right. you know. What I mean, it's it is if I if I require my phone, it's because I need to do everything on it. Mm. And if I don't, then I don't really need it at all because I'm out walking the dogs with my mum, or I'm at a football match with my dad, or I'm doing whatever. Mm. Like so, I think my tip is give moment a go. Mm-hmm. Big fan of like if you want to change something, measure it. So probably as it's been the case for Chris and I, big shock. When you track how long you're actually Definitely. on your phone. I was very, very surprised to see nine, nine hours of twenty six percent of my waking life I spend on my phone. What's nine out of twenty four? Like, like forty or something like that. I'm not doing 40. that. Forty. Oh, thirty seven percent. Yeah. Thirty seven. So every thirteen minutes, I check my phone. I need to upgrade to pro. You do. I think I've I've made a sale. So no, yeah. Minutes. So moment, phone face down. Don't take it with you when you go into the gym. Yeah, that's a great tip. I really like that one. That is good. And then Johnny's tip: either get rid of your phone entirely, <laughs> nuclear option. Well, well, get get, get a get a basic phone. Get a basic and phone. I think if you're could you not just have the existing phone and get rid of the apps? You can, but it's the same thing. Like, how hard is it to get an app? I what think it's quite. I think it's quite difficult. A heroin addict, giving it. <laughs> like, if someone's a heroin addict, it's like saying, "Don't use heroin. I'm just going to leave it on the table." But, but don't. I, but don't, I don't use it. I, this, here's another one for me. I will not break my diet if the food isn't in the house. I could go to the mm. shop. There's a twenty-four hour Asda next to my house, but that's like conceding defeat. That is like me having to get up and go to Asda, whereas having the app still on my phone is like them being in the cupboard. So that's that. I I I agree with you, but there'll be a scenario where like you'll get a text from someone going, "Just invite you to you to a Facebook group," mm-hmm. and you'll be sat on your couch watching TV, and you'll be like, oh, "I don't. Oh, I'll just download it," mm-hmm. and then before you know it. You sucked back Three in. Three days later, you've done nothing but yeah. sat. You and Leonardo DiCaprio are being chased <laughs> through the streets of New York. In some dog video online. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Someone actually, funnily enough, on Facebook that I saw this early today, but he, he posted a, he shared a video. There was 13 minutes of like a guy skateboarding or something really basic. Mm. And the thing he said was like, I won't watch 30 minutes of this, dot, dot, dot. I just watched 30 minutes of this, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> and like, the way Facebook the Facebook app is designed is like you watch one video and it immediately starts everything's autoplay even it YouTube's starts throwing you now. things that it thinks you might like and they're all a bit funny and they're all a bit 
Like, is it the video I sent you to about the guy who can't pronounce the pastry thing? Did you watch that? <laughs> no. <laughs> Did you watch like, <laughs> it's, it's rare that a Facebook video has me, like, laughing out loud at yeah. it. But that video is comedy gold. You're more likely to watch <laughs> several... 30 second videos in a row probably for 20 minutes than if, if you saw a video that said 20 minutes long oh, yeah. like and warning this is 20 minutes long yeah oh, no, I'm not going to waste 20 minutes of my life yeah so I'll, I'll, waste, I'll waste 30 seconds of my life 40 times yeah so, so that, that's my that's my tip really that you, taking from the inside out we know that that's the tendency of the mind to look at fragmented attention and so don't just to start to be aware of your fragmented attention not to, re, to learn to unwire your brain in, in that way and use any of those urges to check your phone as a platform to dive into that discomfort and to notice when it's coming up, explore it fully, dive into it fully. You know, you, you two are not afraid of hard work. So it's not a case of like discipline. It's it, it's a case of like the, the thing comes up and there's a feeling of this is unpleasant. I want to quickly mm-hmm. bat that away. Mm. And uh, I'm, I'm by the way, I'm not saying I'm immune to this at all. Like I, I definitely get it. But the data says different. Mm. Scientific method. You've made it. He say Zen master. <laughs> <laughs> you have been checking phone all day. No, but you, you haven't. You've you looked at it for an hour. Yeah. So I've looked at mine for an hour, four and a half, and you were. It'll be seven by now. Bruce Data says less, but I, I think an hour is still an hour too long. So you're like you you came third in the IPF worlds and you're trying to win. Well, I'm leaving the heroin on the table. And I'm just trying to squat to death <laughs> for the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Chris is Chris is still doing cross training three times a week. <laughs> Bums and Tums classes are going to get me and Eddie Hall. It, uh, it fascinates me, your how you can have your phone. So if we look at all of us now, everyone's got their phone within a meter of them. I still think it's shameful that I have to have my phone near me. Like it, but you don't. It's <laughs> shameful. I'm just throwing it ten centimeters further away. You don't have to have it there because you're not. You you clearly aren't connected to it in the same way as we are. No. You don't have the same draw. Well, follow those tips that you've heard in the episode. I think it's because you're weird. I think. <laughs> I don't think that either of us are in a position to call you. Sophia. Maybe it's inverse. So the higher the score, the less weird you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the goal is 23 hours on Facebook, one hour of sleep. That's the ultimate goal. We can get to the oh, that's super normal. Status. That's one hour too little. <laughs> <laughs> Wasting valuable Facebook time. But... <laughs> <laughs> Have you got a would you rather for us? No. Oh, no. Uh, right, let's just... dig up. We're, we're, we've just broken an hour and two minutes. I'm oh going to do God. a quick would you Everyone rather. Everyone will be deep into Facebook videos by now. Oh, we'll no. stop listening. I'm going to find 30 minutes of a man's skateboard. Maybe we should break this up into three minutes. Is this, is, are these your pajama pants? PJs. They are the same material and pattern and almost colour as your bed sheets. It's confusing sometimes. It's so it when the men come in the middle of the night to get him, he's camouflaged. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I have an image now in my head of <laughs> you using the towel as a, as a duvet. Yeah, I might have to. I, I am roasting. It is warm tonight. So we're in Yusuf's bedroom. Is it still recording? Yep. We're in Yusuf's bedroom and it is boiling hot. So Yusuf's strategy is to sleep under. That's going to cover maybe two thirds of you, that towel. Well, the alternative is this lumberjack's jacket <laughs> of a duvet that he's got. I would, but I would just sleep on top of the duvet. I can't sleep without having a... I need a colour. I need to have something. Even if it's a single a single sheet, you know, like you're getting sort of 
foreign holiday home type things. Mm. Like it's I like a human a, need, isn't it? To be a need under something. something. It has to be something. Okay. Would you rather die in twelve hours, or be immortal for the next twenty thousand years? So it's got to be the immortal one. Yeah. But that so, so there's unpleasant parts to that, isn't there? If you're immortal, your current age and health are locked in. You won't suffer any debilitating effects of old age, but you can't die of any means. If the world is nuked, you get to enjoy the next 20,000 years wandering a wasteland. Should the Earth cease to exist, you will float aimlessly in space. Give me, give me 20,000 20, years. That, yeah, you're right. That presupposes a lot of, like, you don't need to eat because you couldn't die of starvation. Your health is locked in. Your age is locked in. There's so much extra perks with the 20,000 years. Absolutely. <laughs> I, that's not a very difficult would you rather. But so, but, so let's say, like, so everybody you know within 100 years will be dead. Yeah. To make new mates every 100 years. Yeah. Which would be annoying. Yeah. Think of all the new Facebook profiles you have to set up. I know. Well, I've already hit my maximum friend limit as well, so I'd be fucked. Be not. <laughs> You're laughing at another would you rather. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think the the short time one is too little because there's stuff I'd like to do. But that you can't complete with prior 12 death, hours. That would be, I'm not saying I can't, I'm saying it's a struggle. No, I wouldn't be able to. It always worries me when he laughs because it means it means it's above above like most people's threshold. Like I better not say that. <laughs> so yeah, twenty thousand years. If, if <laughs> give me twenty thousand years. What? What is it? If the world gets nuked, I'll deal with it. Come on, you stuff. The other one is: Would you rather be forced to say "milady" every time you address <laughs> every time you address a woman? Or yell, I'm an atheist, as loud as possible every time someone says, God bless you. The God, it's got to be it's the God bless you. It's, yeah, God how often you. do people say, God bless you? True. If you walk down Northumberland Street. The problem is the people who say, God bless you. Would be more offended. Yeah, but hopefully, because of their religious beliefs, wouldn't be violent towards you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to flip this on its head again. How about you are able to craft yourself a persona whereby the milady thing works to your advantage? <laughs> And you are like Sir Yusuf Smiley Mouth, President of Wilmsbottom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my lady. And oh, hi, hi, Yusuf. How are you? How are you, darling? Has it been all right? Oh, yes, it has. It's a very good. It's a very good afternoon, isn't it? Should we go down to the quayside so for a cup of Lady Grey? <laughs> you have to. You have to maintain President of Wilmsbottom. Yes. All this night, the whole time. I. My Lord Snooty Pants. <laughs> I know somebody who's uh, he's from Trumpington, and I thought that was so. The, it was my flatmate, and the other flatmate was like, "Oh, you're all right, Mister Trumpington." And I thought that was just like a made-up yeah. place to take the piss out of him, but it's actually where he's from. Wow. Would you rather have three kids and no money, or no kids and three money? <laughs> <laughs> three kids with zero money yeah which would be in some ways unfair on the kids yeah you wouldn't be able to give them a quality of life would you something I'm enjoying about the way so so Chris has been leaning against 
a wall with pillows. <laughs> he's gradually slipping further and further away because the bed is on wheels. And so now... There's fucking things on casters and it's a varnished floor. It's a varnished floor. He's hanging on for life at the moment. It's been so, slowly getting worse, hasn't it? It has. I, I think before Chris falls over into the abyss, we better leave it there. Hope that was useful and enjoyable. And speak to you next and week. And get off your phone. Goodbye. Get off your phone.